Praise the Lord. This is uh, Brother Julius Adewumi again. And uh, I'm going through the book called the Rapturing Faith series that I have on Amazon. And you see that I'm recording this from the outside. That's why I put on the cap because the sun is high. But I believe I have a good enough uh, video. You can see my face. My face is not important. What is important is the word that is coming out. So if you listen closely, you will learn. I'm going through this uh, Rapturing Faith series. We, uh, we have gone through part four. And in this book, you see, this is Rapturing Faith by Evangelist Julius Adewumi. If you go to Amazon.com, you can search for Rapturing Faith by Evangelist Julius Adewumi, or you can search for Gospel Distribution Ministry Gospel Distribution Evangelical Association, the books that we have there, this is not the only one, but this is the one I'm capitalizing on this time, this series. In this, you can see it's a thick volume. And I pray that the Lord will give you insight that we need faith for the rapture. And there are some principles that are basic principles of the Word of God, but we just have to, just like faith, you have to apply it. Just like, the, where is your faith? If I just ask the apostles, where is your faith? Where are you exercising your faith? Faith for healing, you exercise faith towards healing. Faith for provision, you exercise your faith towards the supply of your need. And the same faith to overcome death, you, you have to believe the word of God. And all of the same thing with faith for the rapture. Now the same with all the principles of, of the word of God. One of them is humility. Very important in the, in the rapturing faith. One of them is uh, our mind, the mind of Christ. We must have the mind of Christ. Very important in, when it comes to rapturing. So, this book has about 12 chapters. Yes, chapter 12 is the last one. And each, and each chapter contains so many sections. And if you go to my website, gospeldistribution.org, gospeldistribution.org, you will see that I have, uh, I have this. This a page they are called Rapturing Faith Series. But in that Rapturing Faith Series, it will be just uh, some writings in the 1990s that the Lord put upon my heart that I wrote that talks about the Rapturing Faith, these principles they are compiled here. But over the years, I've added some more teachings, some more sermons in different places where I preach that also have similar topics that are uh, building up on what the Lord has put down as Rapturing Faith series that was just a pamphlet in the 1980s, just a small pamphlet. But now I've added some more sermons and transcribed those sermons that you see in this book along with the what you see in Rapturing Faith. The Lord commanded me to compile them into a book form and that was why we did it this way. Not because we want to sell the book but because we wanted to get to the hands of believers. Because I, I give this one out only if I know you, not so if I run into you or if you are on my mailing list. But I, the, the, the body of believers is all over the world. And the only way they can get access to things like this is either on the internet 
and not too many people know how to search and be looking for something on on web pages but if they some of them would prefer a book like this so the Lord said put them in a book form because it will be like a, a on record but even many years later people can still refer to it like we are still referring to some books of uh, of uh, Jane Lead which was uh, in 1600 because God made her to put them into compare them to books that are actually prophesying about what God is doing now in this generation so let's go now I'm going to go through I'm going to I say I'm going through this book not chapter by chapter I just take a topic which you will see in this book the last time I was talking about uh, humility now maybe I will talk about being led by the spirit which is actually you see it in chapter 4 and I might refer to some of the chapter here but I most likely will be just talking from the Bible and I believe that the Lord will give you insight when we talk of being led by the spirit there are some sermons I actually preached in, uh, in my church in church God in what's called GMI church is gospel mission international church if you go to my website you will see recent sermons at GMI church is what we call that page and that will be sermons that have been recorded since 2007 up to today they are not they are not every Sunday sermon I only preached here maybe sometimes once in two months but those sermons were kept on my website on audio now these are the days of video that I'm adding all of this to YouTube and you can get some of my sermons also on YouTube that talks about this for this series of video will be on YouTube or on television for people that we are able to access and to get to it but the Lord knows his work and he's going to get every person that he has ordained into the line of anointing and that is really what we believe God is doing now this chapter talk about to be led by the spirit and what does it mean to be led by the spirit the Bible says specifically that as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God and when it comes to rapturing faith it is very important let me give you an example of what uh, what being led by the spirit is all about you have to remember when we go away in rapture physically we are not when we go up you are going to go into the space also the physical universe maybe change to go into the spiritual universe but see we are going out of this planet into space and even the scientists will tell you that there are so many so many galaxies in space the scientists will tell you also that there are black holes in space warm holes from their own uh, research they have seen that even in space there are things like a black hole that they just saw electromagnetic waves being drawn into those black holes they have been trapped and what are what are spirits what are we when you are getting out of here you're going to turn into a light and what is light electromagnetic waves so if there are some black holes that can trap electromagnetic waves that means if we are turning to light and we are flying past we shouldn't go near that black hole now you know where is black hole also so that is why being led by the spirit the lord has said all things we give an we we, we, we is teaching us how to be following the spirit let me give you an example here in this you see all of these examples that we said that we wrote in the book of uh, in this book that we are talking about but let me give you a story that the lord Jesus Christ gave remember the story of the rich man and Lazarus many people thought that was just a parable but that was not a parable <laughs> the Lord Jesus who was there who said all things he was telling us exactly what 
was happening on the other side. And that is the story of the rich man and uh, Lazarus. What happened? The Lord Jesus Christ gave that story when he was preaching. I'm trying to get the Bible so you can read it from the scriptures. Where the Bible said there was a, a certain rich man. That's why we know that that was not a parable. Jesus Christ called it a certain rich man. That was rich and, and prosperous. Dwelling sumptuously. But there was also a certain beggar named Lazarus. That was sitting under under the feet of this rich man, and this beggar couldn't be fair, was not fed by the people that were that were there that could have helped him. But in the end, the Bible said the the beggar died and was carried by angels. That is his soul and spirit carried by angels to Abraham's bosom. Then the rich man also died and was buried. This beggar perhaps was not buried. But the rich man was buried, and the Bible says in hell, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Just think about that. Now, the point I'm going to make is not just that story. I'm trying to lead to where, the, where Abraham was telling the, the man that there is no way we can help you. And he said, just send Lazarus. It's in Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 16. Let's read it to you. This is the story that the Lord Jesus Christ gave of the rich man and Lazarus. From verse 19, there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fear sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate, full of sauce, and designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sauce. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seared Abraham afar off, and Lazarus at, in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, you see, that caught my attention. He called him son, he didn't even deny him. Which means he must be one of the sons of uh, Jacob, or the descendants of Jacob. He says, Son, remember, which means when they are in hell or anywhere, they will remember that they were once on earth like this in their lifetime. Remember that thou in thy lifetime received thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And that was not the reason, he just, that's just by the way. He went for that and said, besides all this, that's where I'm going. Between us and you, there's a great goal fixed, so that they which will pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that will come from thence. Now that's the verse I'm, I'm trying to point to, which is verse uh, 26 of Luke chapter 16. He said, between me and you, there is a God fixed. Think of it like a black hole. That anything trying to pass will be sucked into that black hole they couldn't pass. And that's what Abraham called it a God fixed. So that should tell us that if we are going to be traveling in the universe, we better be led by the Spirit of God. And that is one of the things God is building in us because at the final analysis, we that are redeemed, you are talking about the redeemed now, not every human being. Those that are saved and redeemed only through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
they shall be as angels, what the Lord said. And we shall be as angels, and we shall be able to travel in the intergalactic transportation system God has already ordained, that the angels are already using. And we are trapped on this planet Earth until the redemption, until the final time when we shall enter eternity, because of the fall of Adam, because Adam was to inherit all of these things, that he lost it, but Christ has come to bring this thing back to mankind. And he has gone into glory, and that's why the Lord Jesus Christ manifested to Apostle Paul in a ball of light, as electromagnetic waves. He can come in form of light, he can also come in form of human because he has a body. And that is the type of body that God promised us in the end, that we shall be changed. Apostle Paul called it, he said, we shall not all sleep, that is in the rapture, but we shall all be changed. Those dead in the Christ also shall come back first, because God is going to bring them back. Because he needed everyone that he has redeemed to inherit this planet. He said, the righteous shall inherit your bed. For you to be part of them, you better accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Let me read 1 Corinthians chapter 15 to you where Apostle Paul mentioned this. Because it's very important. We are building up on this. Because we are talking about being led by the Spirit today. Like I said, if you are going to be traveling in the, in the space, in the space where there are black holes and warm holes, and we are going to be as angels like ball of light. We are going to be like a ball of light when we fly past. Basically, we must be led by the Spirit because the Lord is in us. The Holy Ghost is in us. So He has to perfect us to the level where we can hear Him and being led by Him in all the outings we want to be, we'll be out in the eternity. The purpose of eternity is basically building us up to it for eternity. That's what God is preparing us. We are going to keep learning. We are not going to know everything before we leave here. But even those that have gone away into the, to the glory and they are still learning they are still and there are many things even on this planet that we don't even know. Even know. The best of our scientists doesn't know everything on this planet alone. You, no matter what your own, uh, your own, uh, your own uh, profession is, I mean electronic engineering, I don't even know anything about everything about electronic engineering or about computer engineering. I don't know everything yet. Now to talk of other disciplines like medicine, like uh, geology, archaeology, there are many things that we don't know. Our brain can take all of this in basically. That's why we are going to keep learning for eternity. We are keep learning. Where are we in the universe? Are we on the north, east, west, south? We don't know, you see. And that is a geography on earth. Only people that go to college can know about the geography on earth. Even some college students that do not do geography don't even know where, where Afghanistan is, not so. Or where this small town, just six small cities. But see, you have to be in that field, geography, to be able to know that. And if you are in geography, you pass, you are not in history either. If you are in history, perhaps you are not in electronics either. If you are in electronics, perhaps you are not in uh, philosophy either. So you see, there are too many things that we don't know. So that is why human beings are proud when they think they know everything and think there is no God. They are, they are fools, the Bible says. <laughs> they are fools. Because we are, our brain is just small compared to what is on this planet alone. Just go into the sea and see so many creatures that are in the sea. Do you know their names? Do you know all of them? Human beings don't know all of them. Not to talk of the insects' hands that are creeping on the floor. They are in their world, you see. So that what I'm trying to say there is that we are limited, we are finite when it comes to our knowledge. But God is going to keep teaching us in, in eternity till eternity so we know everything. I remember reading something in the book of Enoch where they said these uh, angels that fell, that tried to mingle with men and marry, marry women. The Bible said, or the, that book said, when God was rebuking them, God told, because they said those angels that fell, because they went and intermarried with, you see that in Genesis chapter 6, that the son, they call it sons of men, sons of God, they married sons, the daughters of men. 
But in the book of Enoch, because they believe that Enoch wrote about these things, it was reported that when those angels were being arrested and judged, the Lord said to, to, to Enoch to tell those angels that they thought they know anything. They don't know anything yet. What they were teaching men, what they are teaching their wives that turned into wickedness. Because what they are teaching their wives is sorcery. He said that is nothing what they thought they know. They don't know anything. And they thought they know they are teaching this way. And those people they are teaching turn into wickedness and sorcery and so on. That is why they were also being judged. That you should keep to your position. Keep women being to their position. And that is one thing. Even many things you know. You think about it in the world right now. The scientists found out about a nuclear fusion and what do the wicked people try to do with it? They make nuclear bombs to destroy human beings. Also, the scientists discover television. All those things. What do the wicked people use for? For pornography. You see, evil people we always using what God wisdom God gives to them to do evil. You see, but God didn't create that thing for them to be doing evil with it. God didn't give us this knowledge to make us to be doing it for using it for evil. But you say, well, as long as Satan is still here, the only thought that comes to their mind is how to destroy people, how to pollute the world. So that's why the television is being used, internet is being used for evil things, for pornography, for all those things, violent crime, violent, violent videos. Because that is where their mind is. They say, when God is going to bring the perfection, all these people that are not repenting will all be destroyed. They will be only the righteous are held there. Then he will now give knowledge to the righteous. That will give us all the things we are talking about to be able to travel in the intergalactic. It's not meant for the sinners. Meant for the saints. So if you are listening to me, you are not a believer in Christ. You better accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Whereby he can give you this salvation from sin. To renew your mind. Like you are saying, we must be born again. When we are born again, we become a new creature in Christ Jesus. A new creature. And only those that are born again and have the life of Christ are going to inherit this planet out and this universe that God has created for man. And then you'll be able to see that when that time comes, when we enter eternity, there will be a 1,000 millennia reign of Christ that is coming to start very soon after this world war is over, when Christ has come down, after we have gone to the rapture. I'm saying, after that, we are going to enter eternity where the knowledge that God is going to give to man to be able to know where you are, where you are going in the universe. Where are you going? I remember a vision the Lord showed to me one time. These are taught me by revelations and visions, visitations of the, of, the, of the Lord. In this experience, I was, of course, on my bed after I praised the Lord and maybe 4 a.m. the Lord just brought me into the space. How do I know I'm in space and not in the sky right here now? Because when I, when I come to consciousness in that, look like a vehicle, but just like a bubble. I was standing in that bubble, I could sense the Lord was around me. Look like somebody, an angel was by my side. Then I look around and I saw at distances stars. I mean, what you see when you see stars from the sky, I saw them not just up, I saw them this way, I saw them that way, I saw them that way. That is, I was in the midst of space where I was seeing, I was seeing stars at distances around about. Okay? And that was when the Lord made that vehicle, whatever that vehicle looked like, like a bubble. It was too still in that, in that, in that space. And I could see, look around and be conscious to see myself that I was in this bubble, in this, in this vehicle. And looking around, I saw stars at distances. And then the Lord began to move that vehicle gradually like this so that I can comprehend that we are moving. You know, if, you are, if you are in a car and the car started moving, you can sense it also in your brain that the car is now moving because you see things passing you. So it makes you 
move gradually like that, like you, the way you know you are moving, it make you move, pim, and stop. Also, you can feel it that you have moved. And then, then it just moved faster and then got closer to where we are going. In that vision, what I saw that I was calling at the stars afar off, then there was a tree. I saw three stars that looked like in a, in a row like this, like a line. One, two, three. And we moved towards that three stars. I call them three stars because that's what they looked to me in, when I was in that space. At a distance, they looked like just stars, just like in the sky. Think of it also. When we are here, you can use your telescope, you see that Venus. You call it a star. From here, we call it star. You see the light that is called uh, Mars. People can recognize that as man, but see, it's, to us, it looks like a star. We don't know the difference whether it's a star or it's planet, but it looks like a, a star. Also, until you move closer, you know it's not really a star because a star must be issuing its own light. But all these things that we saw that like, like stars, they are just planets that are reflecting light. Also, but those are the planets. But the stars are still are different. And the sun, our sun that we are seeing, is a star. But the earth itself, if you're on another planet, you'll be seeing the earth like a small star also because reflecting the light of the sun. So that was what I was seeing and this is, I saw these are three stars, we are moving towards those three stars and as we move closer to those three lights, then I noticed that they were not actually stars, they were like electric pole, tall and huge at the distance from one another and they were standing on a, on a gland, on the ground where we landed. And those electric poles were beaming light, not into the ground, where they are standing, they are beaming light into the air, into space. So when I got past them, we got past them, Lord made us move closer to where that beam light was coming up. So we moved past closer to that, so I could see that they were like a flashlight, what do you call it, that's how I call it, they look like they are just pointing, pointing light that are pointing to people to, to know that this is where that particular place is. Such light, I call it, I call it, maybe they are just like such light. Now, do I know where they are? Are they on the east side? Are they on the west? Are they on the south side? Or where even the planet are this? That's what I'm talking about. That all of those things, we don't know anything yet. We thought we know anything. The scientists, the astrologists, and the astronomers, and all, they thought they know anything. We don't know anything at all. So we just have to depend on the Lord. When we get there, when we get to that final place, we have to be led by the Spirit. And that is what this sermon is all about. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It has to start right from here. That is our leading, being led by the Spirit must start right from now so that we can get perfected in being led by the Spirit. I use my cell phone for the clock because this is being recorded for 25 minutes and after that it has to be, after the 25 minutes I have to start another one. Now, being led by the Spirit is what I'm talking about and when we look at the reason why we must be there is what I just gave, that hey, there are black holes, there are spaces that we, we mostly will not pass through it. And I gave examples in this book of why we are to be led by the Spirit. And then, and when it comes to being led by the Spirit, the other part of it is to know that when somebody is leading you, you better obey, not so. Instruction is very important. Instruction and obeying instruction is very important. Take for example, the, in the vision, the, this is how the Lord showed this all to me. I was, I found myself in the vision one time, where me and the Lord said, the Lord said, follow me and do as I do. And then he went to one door here and went to the other classroom there and then went to this classroom. And he said, come. And I said, this classroom is closer to where I was standing, so I was trying to cross over this way and the vision stopped. He said, I should follow his steps. I can't, I can't short circuit myself. 
And then when I, when I started teaching that, you see that in this book, example of that, where I was teaching on that, that is, you follow in the steps of the Lord, don't try to short circle yourself, because we, our, our human brain, our human experience, has taught us the shortest distance to a point is from this place to that place. Whereas if there are some invisible things that you cannot see, you cannot cross over. You should go the path that the master has already gone through. That is what that is being led by the Spirit is all about. And we also give examples of when it comes to praying for the sick, when it comes to healing the sick, you see examples of that when the logical was praying for the blind man, the lame man, and he was following the, the leading of the Holy Ghost at told him what to do for every circumstance. And that is being led by the Spirit. And many of us in our generation, when we are trying to pray for somebody, you see people in the prayer line in, the, in, some, in some evangelical meetings where the preacher just line up everybody and is laying out upon everybody. Why? Because we are not hearing from the Lord or we are not listening. And if we are not listening or we are not hearing or because it's not telling us anything because we are not used to doing it one way. We are only copying what we saw that people did. We are copying what we saw that minister did. That is not going to get the job done. Or we are only just following one single example. They shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. That is just one point. There are many other ways God can heal the miracle, can heal the sick, you see. There are many ways that God can heal the sick, not just by laying hands of hands. But see, in the evangelical world, everybody lined up and the minister is laying for, laying for them. Which is the only one we know. But when you see about this example of Jesus Christ, he actually did everyone differently. Here comes a person that was brought before the Lord Jesus Christ. The man that was born blind, that the apostle said, Master, look at this man born blind. Who has seen his father, his parents, or himself? And he said, nobody has sinned. This is just for the glory of God. And the Lord then did what? The Lord spit on the ground, make clear out of his spit and anoint the eyes of this blind man. You may say, oh, ye, that's the, that's the secret. Just spit <laughs> and make it clear. You may think that is the secret, trying to copy what he did. But it is being led by the Spirit. The Holy Ghost told the Master to do it that way. Here comes another one. The a blind man that said, have mercy upon us. And Jesus Christ said, what do you want me to do for you? That my, I may see. He said, go. That way. He didn't touch him. That faith made you. That was uh, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, on, on the road to Jericho. Between Jericho and Jerusalem. Now, he didn't even touch that one. So there is no formula. Many people trying to teach you how to do this. No, you are being, you are, you are being led wrongly. It is to be led by the Spirit of God. And each one is different. If you say, lay your hand upon them, they yeah, lay your hand upon them. This is general, which does not mean it will happen instantly. But in many of the other places, the Lord did something. That's how, what it means to be led by the Spirit of God. And I say, this is essential when it comes to rapture. Why? I just give an example why in this space, there are so many galactic uh, black holes and we are going to be passing them and we have to follow the Spirit. If the Lord says, go this way, you go around it, rather than go straight through it because of your sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Praise the Lord. I will continue this in the next broadcast. Praise the Lord. Well, we will continue this message in the next broadcast. The Bible said, Precept shall be upon precept, line upon line. A little there, a little there. And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today.
The Bible said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In, in other words, we can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.